What's up, everybody, and welcome back. This is your host, Kyle Peeler, joined by BP and Zach Monticelli. You are listening to The Fantasy Film Room. And we are back. We're back. The draft is officially over. It's a sad day. But we are getting closer to opening day. Is it though? I'm I'm living off of that hangover from that draft. That was so much fun. Yeah, honestly. Me too. I mean and I don't feel the need or the itch to want to draft anymore like I did for the last three months. I just like getting all the boys together. It was a great time. It yeah. is every year though. It was the smoothest draft I think we've ever had. Um, shout out Dom. He does such a good job keeping us in order. That but guy is just awesome. a wagon. And big shout out Tyler, thank you for hosting. Yes. He was a great host. Tyler, Courtney, thank you. Um, we had all the draft normals. I mean, Augie left at 9.30. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody got pretty drunk. We got dancing. We got sing-alongs. One I, thing we went with that one, I think it's a great job with us, is nobody really got mad at anybody. Yeah. No huge contentious arguments. Um, I think even in the beginning, when usually everybody gives me a bunch of shit when I'm giving up giving the rules, everybody was nice and respectful, so I thought we were off for a, to a really terrible start like there was no way that was gonna happen but uh, i was good no i think it, it went awesome it does every year and well just to give you guys a rundown of kind of what's going to go on in today's episode is we'll still give you some fantasy news at the beginning um zach's going to lead that like he has been he's great at that um we've kind of talked a little bit about the draft we might dabble in a little bit more some deets from the draft and then we're going to get straight into our our league rankings pretty much um so everyone that's tuning in that's not in our league don't leave shout out thank you for for hanging out yeah thank you for listening but don't leave um just because it's our league and our and our own teams um you're still going to get some great insight um maybe even give you an idea of how you might want to draft one of your teams in your leagues yeah you get to see how different strategies panned out you know because jet used a different strategy than mr did that's for sure yeah (laughs) and you're going to start to see how those lineups uh, even out in just draft structure and things like that. So yeah, that's pretty much today's episode. Um, it's going to be a very informal episode, I think. Lots of information. Yeah, um, we're, we're ready to go in. I'm, I'm usually really mean uh, during my rankings. Usually what I do every year as the commissioner, and I've kind of done different things with it, but I will rank the teams um, 12 to 1 or 1 to 12, whatever, and I will give a like a short paragraph. And uh, sometimes I'm pretty mean. And sometimes I, I think I'm fair, though. I think I've always been fair. And what we're going to do now is we're all going to do that together. So we have a consensus for this podcast. Um, all three of us, before this podcast started, um, we ranked it out. Uh, we talked about who should be 12 all the way up to 1. Um, we did include our teams in there, so of course we're going to be a little bit biased, but I still think we're fair. Um, anybody that's listening to this, they're obviously probably going to see where they're at and they're not going to be happy, but I really think if you sat down and you thought about it, you would probably be in the same boat as us and, and think these rankings are pretty fair. So I agree. Let's get to it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I agree. What do you think? Well, yeah. Do you guys have any more deets or episodes you want to talk about from the draft? Uh, I just want to... You know, for the listeners out there that aren't in our league, we do an auction draft. Um, we start with 360 bucks, which is different than most other auction drafts will do. So usually, you know, you're spending a lot of money in our league if you're getting the hundreds range. Yeah, just that's just kind of a you know a little overview for people that may not play with us. And that's one thing we actually talked about um, after when we're drunk and we're like, "Holy shit! Everybody went for expensive this year." Like two, three years ago, if somebody spent a hundred and 30 bucks that was one guy and it was holy shit everybody's loud we're freaking out because it's like what are you thinking but it you know then you justify it's your it's your top guy this year i didn't i think we should have counted it out but i know one guy in specific took one took two players at 137 dollars each and then you had other guys go for 130 125. A lot of 120s. A lot of 120. Yeah, I mean, receivers, running backs. I did something I never did, and I took the most expensive quarterback and the most expensive running back. 
Yeah. How much did you spend on Camaro? I spent $139 hairs. $139, yeah. I mean... That was the highest. That was yeah. the highest, but that's you, that's unfathomable. I, that's so much money, and I think that was just... That's what's good about an auction. You kind of always have to play the field. If, if, if everybody's spending that much money, unfortunately, you're either going to be forced to spend that much money, or you're going to be stuck with Justin, where he's really missing a number one player, or a huge stud. Don't tease it. Don't yeah. tease it. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, so uh, anything else to say before we get to the rankings? No. Number 12 is going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, before we get to rankings, um, let's do some news, Zach. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Zach. So give us news number one. Breaking. All right, guys. Um, so there's not anything crazy going on here in this one, but I think it's always stuff we should know. Let's start with a few kind of uh, lower-level guys that I probably won't even ask any comments about. It's just so everybody knows. The house um, cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, we got D.G. Westbrook didn't practice with a groin injury. So if you're one of those guys that has D.D. On your, on your bench, probably something to think about. Uh, Paris Campbell had a setback with his hamstring injury. Uh, I know somebody in our league drafted him, and people might expect a nice rookie season, but he hasn't been practicing much. Um, this guy, I think, Duke Johnson, is a hamstring injury and hasn't even practiced yet with the Texans. Ooh, is that why they dropped him? Or they didn't sign him? Who? Browns. The Browns? Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. why they might have let him go, is what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, maybe no, they he, knew something was going they on? Said or that, like... They said that they knew he was had that hamstring the whole time. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think that was just kind of public news. I, I really like Duke Johnson moving to another team, and that's kind of that was surprising news for me. So. Yeah, I know him with not practicing, and he, I mean, he doesn't know the playbook. I mean, it could be a while. It could be to week four, five, or six. He actually does anything productive. Yep. Um, so moving on to some bigger guys. Uh, Mari Cooper's making some progress with his heel. Um, anytime you hear a foot injury with you know a top wide receiver, it's kind of concerning. I wonder how Donald feels about that guy. Oh, I'm sure Donald doesn't think anything of it. <laughs> uh, Eric Ebron is back at practice, so that's good for any Eric Ebron owners. David Njoku missed practice, so if you were in line with the uh, Njoku breakout, Look out. Uh, Antonio Brown posted on Instagram that he is coming back to play, even though he lost his helmet dispute. But he still has the, uh, what is it, frostbite on his feet. Yeah. So that is always something. So do you think, with that being said, do you think this shit is done with? I mean, you think now is when he just says, all right, I'm back. Let's get to this shit. I no think, more drama. Yeah, I think he's out of his pre-Madonna phase until... After the season, or until he gets flagged or fined for something, then he'll bring it up. Again. More importantly, are do, are they going to talk about it on Hard Knocks? This is not fantasy related, but I'm I really like Hard Knocks, and I, I want to see that. I think they will because it's live, dude. It's only like what two days, but two or three days behind from actual camp. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody wants them to. We'll see if the NFL steps up. So then the last guy I got is uh, Damian Williams is back. Hamstrings feeling better, and he's taking first team reps for the first time this training camp. Zach, I got some news, a news update. I don't know if you have it, but I'm going to say it. Um, did you know Emmanuel Sanders had foot surgery this offseason? He had a torn Achilles. That's why he missed the last couple games last year. So the surgery was to repair the Achilles? Yes. But and he did keep it quiet. No one knew he did get surgery. So he's like a 30-something-year-old receiver coming back off of the Achilles injury? Good to um, know. With Joe, Flo- Joe Flacco as his quarterback? Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. Joe Flackley. Yeah. Uh, and then, just to clear up some news, uh, Jet Mac came back off the pup, has knee soreness. Um, He's not going back. You hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Jet Mac fan, but they said that it's looking like he might have to go on the IR, but they're trying to avoid that completely. You hate to see it, man. I, I big Jet Mac fan, um, friend of the podcast, and he's just <sighs> that sucks. He's sucks a stud if he's healthy. It's a lot of guys. If this he's league, healthy, though. yeah, that's a lot of guys, but. All right. Uh, I think that does it for news, yeah. Zach. Do you have any I, big have news any you want to share? Or? Not a huge news day. Yeah, it's, it's not. Just kind of some stuff people should know about. Anything major, we'll make sure we make a big fuss about it. Yeah, yeah I think that was a good good little news segment. Not much going on, like you said. All right. Well, I think it is time to get to the big, juicy part of this podcast and start these rankings. So like BP said earlier, this was a consensus pick. We all sat down and came up with a 12. Now, does that mean we all think some teams may be higher? Yes, but this was, like I said, a consensus. I got to say, this was really hard to do, um, and it's such a cop-out move to say 
uh, everybody's team is good, everybody's team is even. But everybody has seemed to say that, so, I mean, it's true. It's, it's really hard to rank these teams. But uh, real quick, this is kind of off the record, not off the record because we're still recording, but does an opinion of a guy that you have, Zach, does it does a does an opinion you have of a guy change once they go to say a a certain guy in the league? Like you have an opinion on whatever Augie uh, is as a fantasy player. If he drafts a guy, does it make it better or worse? Or do you sometimes hate a guy just because he's on my team? Uh, well, I've always hated Aaron Rodgers, so you've got that one checked off. Uh, but I would say, yeah, like <laughs> like I never want to root against Justin. So when I see Justin gets a guy like Tevin Coleman, I'm a known I don't like Tevin Coleman guy. Yeah. And now I'm talking myself into liking Justin. Like, Tevin oh, Coleman. if Justin likes yeah. Tevin Coleman, uh, that's probably a good that's probably a good safe pick. Right. And of course, it wouldn't break my heart if AJ Green just didn't play all year and Augie, you know, his team didn't have him. That would make yeah. Me but happy. if say if AJ Green was on your Deco- team, no, if he was on Dakota's team, if he was on Dakota's care. team, you, yeah, it would be irrelevant. But. I don't know. I think I always think that's interesting because when I'm doing the rankings, a lot of times I always seem to plug in uh, an opinion on a guy, and it's solely based on who drafted him. I can I I would like a guy pre-draft, and then all of a sudden it goes to somewhat my nemesis in the fantasy league, and all of a sudden I'm writing how much I fucking hate the guy and and stuff like that. So no, I totally agree. Yeah, like I draft someone, BP goes off. Oh, fuck, it's on Peeler's <laughs> yeah. team. That's part of what makes fantasy so great is uh, you, you get your bias and stuff, and that make, makes our league great, too. So, no. number 12. So, yeah, we're going to go 12 to 1. Um, I'm going to kind of narrate the rankings, so I'm just going to kind of be making this thing flow right and flow good. So, BP, who do we got coming in at 12? Oh, man. It's, uh, what's his team name? Immaculate. It's Austin. Um. Zach, why, why though? I mean, we all came up with this. This was an easy pick. We all said it. Yeah, um, it's it's not too hard to find out why for me. Uh, he's got Dalvin Cook, uh, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs as his running back. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, Derrick Henry yeah. has is just not very good. Uh, he has a little bit of potential, I guess. Dalvin Cook's kind of a hot pick for people, but the guy still hasn't played a full season. Even when he has played, he hasn't really performed that great. Josh Jacobs is a rookie playing for the Raiders, and I just don't see it being I don't see it being that great of a pick. Um, and then he has Antonio Brown, who, you know, you can say what you want about him, he'll probably perform a little bit, but not as high as he used to. Um, his number two receiver is Allen Robinson, who just Maybe if it was three years ago, that would be a lot better. But now, I mean, I don't think anybody's scared of Allen Robinson when you're going against him. No, I mean, he is the number one, but I don't think he's... He was the number one all year last yeah, year, too. Yeah, and they, they have too many weapons that they like to use other than Allen Robinson. Right. Um, I just feel McDonald's like I don't know where he spent his money. I look at his team, and it just looks like a bunch of cheap guys. Yeah, it's it like he like... saved money <laughs> to buy receivers. He spent $50 on Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, which, which, you know, his receivers are... Freaking Allen Robinson and Christian Cook. I know Kirk. he spent a hundred and four dollars on Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook, little staff for Dalvin Cook. In twenty seventeen, he played what fifteen games or no? Yeah, he played twenty seventeen. He played four games, yeah. and then twenty eighteen, he played eleven. So yeah. in thirty six career games, thirty four career games, however many it is, thirty two, he's played in <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm a Vikings fan. I want Dalvin Cook to be the number one running back. Trust me. Yeah, those are all guys that if you got a lot of his guys for cheap, you would make a good argument and be like, yeah, but he was cheap. And he got a a cheap team for not cheap prices. And the last thing I'll say is every time I went over to that draft board when I was drunk and wanted to go over there and make a bet, I would take somebody different with me. And the first thing everybody said to me was, man, Austin's team sucks. (laughs) And it didn't matter if it was my brother, and I'm sorry to throw him under the bus, but... We all said it. it team just not good. Yeah. AC, we so, still love you, man. Ah, man. I don't know. All right. I think that wraps up the 12th seed. Yeah, 12th seed. That, that, that one we didn't feel too bad about. Um, that one was an easy one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. So going to the 11th seed, we're going to get some heat for this, I think. Well, this one is last year's champion. <laughs> Mr. Um, Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Going for two is his name. 
He's going for the back-to-back titles. I just don't see it happening. He uh, he had a couple cocktails before he came, I think it's safe to say. No, so, he was hammered. It was. <laughs> so let me give you a little breakdown of Mr.'s team. He has Drew Brees, Saquon, and Zeke. So it, it sounds fantastic right now. But here's where it starts going downhill. Nikhil Harry, he's hurt. Emmanuel Sanders, he just had Achilles surgery. Tyler Boyd, Robbie Gold, blah, blah, blah. Kyle Rudolph has his tight end, and then he's got Russ as his second quarterback. Yeah, but Russ as a second quarterback, I mean, it's tough in even our league. I mean, maybe he can flip that for something, but I just – the Tyler Boyd pick, and this to say the positive first, Tyler Boyd pick for me, and I've been I said this today multiple times, but it felt like it kind of saved him. Now he actually has a receiver with AJ Green out. But I Wow. He spent 137 on two of the running backs. On two. And they very well could be the number one and number two backs. It's hundred or it's two hundred and sixty-four bucks. We yeah. only get three sixty. Yeah, no, there was a reason why he literally got up. And, and went took to a the nap. other room and took a nap and <laughs> waited about an hour. We ate, and then he came back and decided to hang out and uh, drafted a couple guys for a dollar, which none of them even really looked that good. Yeah, he's, he had $86 for 14 Yeah, 274 I screwed up my math. You know, I mean, he can, he, he, on a good week, on an average week, he can probably wake up with about 60 points between his top two running backs. If Zeke plays. If Zeke plays, which I think he will. I do too. But, and he also, he, he has the best chance to get better, I'm sorry, to, to land a couple guys with at the receiver position. All you got to do is hit a couple good waiver wires, and he's usually strong. I think he'll, wire, I think, I, if I was a mister, you could honestly maybe use one of those guys as trade bait. Not trade bait, but trade, just throw him in a trade. But, I mean, if Zeke doesn't play, this dude's fucked. Yeah, yeah. fucked. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, he, sh- he was acting an asshole at the draft, too. So he deserves the team that he put together. So I hope he suffers all year long, <laughs> and I hope it's a long season for him and he realizes uh, he shouldn't take winning a championship for granted. I think you need to lice all that trophy, too. Yeah, disgusting. Freaking do-rag on it. <laughs> all right. Coming in at number 10. I'm sorry, host, but it is Tyler. BP, give us a little breakdown. Ah, oh, Tyler. Uh, well, you were the host. You did a great job. But um, and this is honestly, I hold think. On, hold on, Courtney. You did. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Courtney, you did a great job. Um, see, this is when it starts to kind of turn better, though. We were a little mean to the last guys, but it, it's tenth place still. But it's still tenth place. Um, but. You're missing the playoffs this year, in in my opinion, but um, I think your running backs kind of suck. I think it's the the Leonard Fournette thing for me. Um, he really hasn't played a full season. He hasn't. No, he's, he's in Dallas yeah. Cook, kind of the same boat. Right. But now. I like your receivers, uh, Adam Thielen and Juju and Cooper Cup. You know how you know how I feel about Cooper Cup. And then he's got the Carson Wentz at the top. It's it's not terrible. And Carson Wentz also a guy that hasn't played the entire season. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and I mean, also, here's the thing. No matter how good Tyler's team's going, he's probably going to fuck it up at some point. And uh, he, he'll probably do something in that range. So um, I don't have too much more. Just like on Johnson's a little bit more of a hype train for me. But as the number one guy, uh, I, it's just yet to be seen. And uh, I don't know if he's that more versatile kind of back. I think he is just like a, a third down, pass it off kind of guy. And I, don't, I think that's his identity. But Zach, what do you got? Yeah, no, I agree. I love Tyler's receivers. I really do. Even with Robbie Anderson sitting at his fourth receiver, that could be nice for him. But those running backs just, they give me kind of a headache looking at them. It it just looks like it would be kind of a frustrating year for Tyler when Leonard Fournette is going to miss two or three games here. Forgot about Robbie Anderson. You know, carry on Johnson's kind of, you know, what if he's not? I don't expect him to be as good as what people are saying. Then his running backs on his bench, none of them are starters. With Balage, Damian Harris, Devin Singletary, and Malcolm Brown, I just it could be a very frustrating year at the running back position for Tyler. But he's, gonna, he's got the receivers to where he'll probably be a consistent scorer. Yeah, I don't, I, think, I don't think he's in danger of coming in last. But I like Brandon said, I think he's going to be that guy that's six and eight trying to swing another playoff spot. Yeah, I Tyler's team reminds me of a lot of my old teams. To be honest, like he's got a very good receiving core, but his running backs are just so. Iffy, like you guys have said. Right. 
Thielen's a stud, though. Thielen's a stud. I'll give him that. Um, All right. I agree. So I think that covers the bottom three. So now getting in to number nine, we have Jet. Jet. Okay, dude. Um, <laughs> look, dude, you, you probably dude. do have the best receiving court together with Adams and Jones, Julio Jones. But you paid a price for it. Yeah, and that's all. And Travis Kelsey's good, too. But outside of those three, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, Jameis Winston is gross. He's not going to be the quarterback there after this year. Bruce Arians is going to ship him off after he throws too many picks again. Uh, Kenyon Drake's, I mean, that's a split backfield with him, Balaj, and I think there's a third guy there, but I know him and Balaj are both kind of in that role. Mark Ingram, you kind of you have there, same thing. He's in a committee in Baltimore with three running backs now. Uh, David Montgomery, I mean he's to be seen. I know he's kind of a hype train, but I, I obviously I'm going to say that because I do have Tariq Cohen on my team, so I kind of have to say that. And then I mean, yikes, that's it. That's that's the breakdown for me. Outside of your receivers and Travis Kelsey, there's absolutely nothing that scares. Yeah, the hardest the hardest part for me for me to like your team, uh, Jet, is is just the running backs. And again, it's easy to say that, but like legit, Kenyon Drake and David Montgomery both could very easily not work out, and it wouldn't surprise anybody. Like neither of them are like the teams depending on them to be great. I think they're both just like, oh yeah, we hope, and we'll list them at number one. Or and I don't even think David Montgomery is number one, but. I'll tell you what, Julio, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, all very right, could be top at their position. Uh, Jameis Winston is uh, going to be a good good value pick. Um, I, I like it. And, you know, I, I Chris Godwin in your starting lineup, though, that, that pisses me off a little bit. Like, that's one of the reasons I seen that. I was like, we got to throw his team lower. So, that, that for me, that's kind of all I got to say. Mark Ingram, maybe. What? what do you think? I, I don't have much about Jets team other than if you want to give me Julio, hit me up. Yeah. All right, so coming in at number eight, we have Miles Dakota. Sanders, I heard, is a stud, though. I, I, I forgot to say that, but I, I heard Miles Sanders is looking really good. It's it, Right now I'm seeing camp, it's though. between him and Jordan Howard. So huh. we'll find out week one. Hopefully it's Jordan Howard. But, yeah, coming in at number eight, we have Dakota. Zach, uh, how do you feel about it? Um. Man, I, I personally think I ranked Dakota, Dakota higher, kind of closer towards one. But we kind of had a consensus, you know, putting it together that we had him back here. Uh, Andrew Luck is a top three quarterback if he's healthy, which I definitely think is the question mark that we're worrying about. Um, so, but David Johnson, solid pick. Michael Thomas, solid pick. Zach Ertz, solid pick. And then Larry Fitzgerald's always going to be great. Uh, Sony Michelle is the question mark there, so I think the Sony Michelle and Andrew Luck question marks that we got going on for injuries is kind of what's holding you back in our rankings, Dakota. As well as your bench really has nothing to be worried about either. Will Fuller, Moncrief, T.J. Hawkinson, Rex Burkhead. I mean, these are kind of all guys that nobody's expecting to do great things. Do Do you guys think we're being too mean, like in general, like just to everyone? I think this is I don't part know, of like this. This, is... this was so hard to do. Like, like Zach just said, he had Dakota a lot higher on the list. But when we all sat down and actually talked about every single player on all the teams, we had to come up with a consensus. But when we started getting in, honestly, from nine down, was was tough. No, I don't. I don't think I mean mean as in like we're hurting feelings. I I just think like maybe we're just focusing on the negative but that's kind of what I always go to now, even on my own team the only thing I look at my team I'm thinking about all the negatives that possibly could yeah happen. I mean we I can that's how everybody looks at it but yeah sorry I stupid thought there all right so here's this so this pisses me off and this is this is something that I, I kind of want to say and it's kind of mean maybe to put it on the podcast but so pre-draft uh, I met where well, I, I was talking to Dakota and I said hey man how you doing how's your weekend how's your summer i haven't seen him since last year well he tells me that he didn't even really care uh this year for doing any research like none at all and he didn't like prac 
practice, didn't buy a magazine, didn't do anything. Now, I say that not to really drag his name through the mud, which kind of does suck because we want guys that are, you know, really um, dedicated and they do this. That's it. Drop them lower. But, you know, that's, that, that's where I kind of, I was a little offended. But, you know, I, he said the only thing he really listened to prior to this was the fantasy film room. So, hey, that's, I guess, the green. Oh, the, put him back up. <laughs> let's rank him a little higher. But he just, his team kind of reminds me of a team that somebody that didn't really pay attention to football and, and where the off-season trades. And it's like your girlfriend that picks a fantasy team based off of, like, the colors of their jerseys. And it's like, oh, like, I like his name. I like, like, that's the kind of team that he picked out. And that's kind of why his team kind of looks so good in, in, in some ways. David Johnson, Sonny, um, Lamar Miller, those are all just kind of, I, I guess, you're just picking the, just, like, basic teams and stuff like that. So, I don't know. And also, my brother did say that he was basically just picking every person that Justin had highlighted because he was sitting right next to him. So, and he was kind of pissed at that, too. Wow. <laughs> And Dakota, say, is this yeah. under protest? Yeah. Dakota, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I Justin like is the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. I just, he, they were just talking, kind of shooting there. the shit about players, and then Justin was like, all of a sudden, he was bidding up a player that Justin said he liked, and clearly Dakota didn't know anything about the night. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I wanted to throw that in there. But overall, not a terrible team. Like I said, he's got David Johnson. So, And then who's his receivers one more time? Uh, he's got a stuff. Michael oh, Thomas, he's got Michael Thomas. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Will Fuller. Yeah. Michael Thomas is, is going to get it done. So. All right. So I think that wraps up Dakota's team. Now, BP, you were talking about him. So let's lead right into the number seven spot, your brother, Justin. Man, uh, he's not going to like that his ranking is there, but he's just, he's, yeah, I don't know. And so I like his team, okay? And there's a lot of good guys. When I was putting it in the roster, I really liked his team. I wanted to rank it a lot higher for this. But we come here, we're sitting about it, we're actually talking about it with all the other teams, but we all kind of notice the same thing. He's missing the stud. Where is it at? Um, Peeler, give us his team real quick. Justin's team, he's got Big Ben. His running backs are Marlon Mack and Tevin Coleman. His receivers are Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen, Brandon Cooks. And then he's got Jarvis. Solid. Solid. All but the way around. Missing I mean, the stud. I guess you're solid, but he's missing the stud. Any player, any team that we have above him, um, whether, you know, the where, where we have him at, six or seven? Seven. So the other six teams ahead of him all have a stud player they have somebody that you can as long as they're playing you can bank on 20 to 30 points some may say that's Tyreek Hill um and I was just I don't know I don't feel good about it I don't, yeah, I don't see it when I look at Tyreek Hill I just don't know because of that offense like I don't I think Patrick Mahomes has so many different options and threats especially with Kelsey he can run the ball he likes to sling it all over the field I mean obviously Tyreek's the deep ball he has a deep ball throughout every game but I don't know. It's it's hit or miss to me. He could very well regress this year. I mean, you got McCole Hardman coming in, who's almost just as fast, forty times wise. Um, he's a little bit. I don't know. I mean, you got all those other weapons on there. You never know. It could just be a scheme thing. Why he was so good last year. I, um, and then at why, uh, running backs, Zach, you don't like his running backs. No, I mean, I'm Marlon Mack's a good player. Not my running back one by any means. I mean, he's a number two guy, low-end number two guy in my opinion. Um, Tevin Coleman gets a little uptick with the news of Jet Mack leaving. But all Tevin Coleman's ever been in Kyle Shanahan's offense is the second guy. Yeah. The guy that, yep. you know, is in the passing game, the third down guy. And when he was asked to be the full-time guy is when he got hurt in Atlanta. So, I just he's never proven he can be the guy. And I don't think he ever will be the guy. I think he'll be a great third down pass-catching running back that does okay sometimes. And I think with that backfield that the Niners have, I think it's they're not going to have the dude. It's going to be a committee. It's yeah, going to be mean, a by-committee backfield. Look at even last year. It was a committee with Brita and that Mozart guy. Yep. And then even the guy that came in after Mozart was got hurt, played, did okay. Jusic. Kyle Jusic. Is that what you're thinking of? No, it was, uh, man, it was something, something junior. Something like something, something junior. That's uh, all I remember. I tell you, and then just the sole reasoning of, 
like you de- you drafted all those good quarterbacks out there, and you drafted Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that had to be a mess up, like my Sammy Watkins. Pick. There's no way he meant to do. That. I think he did though. I think it really was a mess up. I think it was one of those things. He threw it out for a dollar, thought it was going to go for a little bit higher, so he said two, and then I think he just got kind of stuck with him. Um, Keenan Allen, good pick. See, like his team isn't bad in any means. I mean, he's going to have options, and he's always been good. But, I mean, Brandon Cooks. Um, we do got to mention that he does have Austin Eckler, and if Melvin doesn't play, he, then his running backs look a whole heck of a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But Yeah? No, it's like this is not a bad team. I just think the six teams we put ahead of them are better, and this is when it starts to take a turn. Of our league is pretty loaded because this one's at seven, and you can make a good argument that this is a playoff team for sure. All right. With that being said, I think that was a good recap of Justin's team coming in at the sixth spot was last year's loser, Donald. How do we feel about Donald? Baby, what to do, baby? You know, the funny part about this is I think we started with Donald at, like, 9 or 10. <laughs> and then we were going through and, like, no, no, Donald's team's better than that one. Yep. No, do we need to put this team high Donald's, too? And then we got, he got all the way down to 6. And like, I think whoa, that's way that, too damn high. He has yeah. clean balls. Yeah. you got to remember that. Yeah. The reason for that is he's got Cam Newton, who I think everybody kind of feels will be a lot better this year now that he's healthy. Um, and not to mention Cam Newton runs for touchdowns. That gets him extra points. Meh. Um, his running backs are probably why he's only at six with Devonta Freeman and Aaron Jones. I think we all think Aaron Jones is going to be solid, but none of us really love that Devonta Freeman pick. It could be great. I, I yeah. it could be great. It could be, but probably not because it was been three football seasons since Devonta Freeman was amazing. That's a long time in running back years. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I just got to get over the Devonta Freeman thing, and I think I, I think he is a good pick when you look at it from a non-biased point of view. I just. I have this thing against Devontae Freeman, oh. and it might be okay. I mean, Me too. Yeah, we, I we think right here, right here is what makes Donald's team solid. DeAndre Hopkins, number one in the game. Yeah. I mean, fantasy-wise for sure. Right. I mean, you probably take the talent of other guys, but fantasy-wise, absolutely. Yeah, and then he's got Amari Cooper, who with the Cowboys last year was pretty daggone good. I think Amari Cooper is a fantastic pick. I yeah. think as soon as he got out of Oakland and had a new atmosphere – he balled. I agree. And then DJ Moore has a tremendous amount of upside and could be a wide receiver one as well. So that makes his team scary. Donald's bench kind of stinks. I do I do like the fact that Donald snagged. I know I said on the last episode to stay away from the Tampa Bay backfield, but in this scenario... <laughs> he's got them all. So yeah, he got them He's going to have whoever so does hit. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to have the number one. Now, do I, do I like them? No, but it's still the number one running back in that. Yeah, and then he's got Hunter Henry, who as long as he's healthy, which he hasn't been, we'll keep that in mind, is a solid tight end week in and week out. Yeah. I think from a league standpoint, a lot of these teams, it depends on if you're healthy. Everybody's got that guy that can be great if they can stay healthy. Right. And but it and we're not we're not basing it off anybody getting hurt. We're just when we get to one of those players we have to mention he does have injury problems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Aaron Jones' numbers were were kind of slept on. They were really good. I'd have to pull him up. Yeah, he only played half the season. Yeah, he did. Yeah. When he was there, though, I mean, it was... And I think think the Packers are going to be scary. I know Zach doesn't want to hear that, but I do think that the Packers are going to get back to their original way and how... I will say, yeah, I mean, he had a five-week stretch last year where we went 32 points, 27, 18, 15, and 19. Okay, that's... I mean, all of those, those, those are, are running, running back one numbers. Those are top five running back numbers, Yeah, if then, you can keep that pace. During that thing, and then right after that, he got hurt in the Chicago game, didn't play the rest of the year. But, I mean, that was, I mean, if he does anything kind of like that, which he's going to be the number one guy, who's his backup? I mean, I mean, I don't even think he has a, a guy really threatening Aaron for that Jones spot. Aaron Jones has so, uh, Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams. Big running back from BYU, but Ooh, they already true. said that Aaron Jones is the guy. Yeah. Yeah. From... Beware. No, 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 Aaron, Aaron Jones. Oh, he's from some small school. Yeah, no idea. I don't know Sorry, where Aaron Jones is. from the podcast. All right, I think that wraps up Donald's team <laughs> at the sixth spot. So coming in at number five is myself, Peeler. I'm not going to talk, obviously, because it's my own team. I'll let Zach and Brandon hash it out on how bad my team is, how bad they think it is. <laughs> so let's hear it. 
I don't think your team is bad at all. I just think there's some pretty daggone solid teams in front of you. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know I love D. Watts. He could be the number one quarterback this year. Le'Veon Bell, I like Le'Veon Bell, but it is it does remain to be seen if he can perform without the Steelers' offensive line and being a Steeler. The Jets' offensive line is not as good as the Steelers. But his talent is through the roof, so he could still be a top-five running back. Is this Le'Veon Bell? This is Lev Bell. So Lev Bell for me, um, and this is, I kind of stole this opinion, I'm going to be honest. This is, Lev Bell obviously we know is a patient runner, but I mean, the holes have to open up. And I think he's going to, he's either going to really expose himself as a really, really talented running back, or he's going to really look really bad and he's going to have to completely change his game. But the good news is, is they're going to run him into the ground. And they're going to see what they got out of this guy. Yeah, so it could really work out. He will catch passes too. No, he will. He's a good football player. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see Le'Veon Bell coming in at the running back eight or nine is where you paid for him to come at the running back four or five. Well, what he doesn't get in the running, that he'll make up in the passing game. And they're going to get the passing game numbers for sure. Like he'll get the passing game numbers. So I like that one. See, the, the go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going on the on this <laughs> No, team. I mean – the Melvin Gordon pick, if the guy plays, your team is pretty scary. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, I don't think Melvin Gordon's playing. And then that leaves you with Darius Geis as your number one, as yeah. your, as your starting running back. Jordan Howard if he's the oh. number one, too. Or Gosh. Jet Mack. I mean, all of them, bleh. Okay, you, all I'm saying I'm is, banking on Melvin is you need Gordon. Melvin Gordon to yeah. come back. And that's fair. And yeah. that's fair. I think we all have a question mark on our team. I know oh, I'm way sure. I took a gamble. I, I needed to. I needed to switch up the way I draft my team. I'm usually wide receiver heavy with absolutely zero running backs. I wouldn't even have a left bell type guy. Yeah, and you switched it up and you still got OBJ, who could be the number one receiver in football. My guy. Yeah, see, and, and we ranked you at five, but if it was up to me, you'd be lower. This is an easy team to hate for me. You have OBJ, uh, <laughs> and, and it's you of all people. And you don't like And Deshaun you have Watson. OBJ. I don't like Deshaun Watson. Um, He's made you look silly on occasion. Yeah, no, I gotta give that one up. I, I think I already have. I think it was mid-season last year. I said I'm fucking sorry. Yeah, okay, I, I was wrong. Right. And I did the same with Christian McCaffrey. And uh, okay, so what I was saying, you just have too many high-risk guys with the Le'Veon. I've already told you with the Le'Veon thing. OBJ is literally a ticking time bomb. He can literally throw a fit in the middle of the season and absolutely blow up Baker. Baker's a hothead. I mean, that is just dynamite waiting to happen and and with the fact that he's on your team along with all these other guys melvin gordon thinks he's the freaking king of the world now and i don't know like a true 50 year old white guy fuck man i just (laughs) bp hates my team i could very well just be very happy seeing your team be very bad and it's just solely off the guys that you pick not even just you just i think the guys that you picked I, i i don't like but what? Uh, who else is on the team? What, has he got any bench players uh, we're talking about? No, I mean, Sterling Shepard could be decent for him. Sterling Shepard would probably end up being the number one, but he is battling on that broken finger. Um, Kareem Hunt's out until week 10 or something like that. If I make a playoff push, that is simply why I drafted that guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has Corey Davis in his starting lineup, which I think we were all like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's a cause for concern. He's number one there, but... And, but, then, and yeah. I'm a love Corey Davis, but he... He's had his chances, and he hasn't performed, and I don't know if it's going to happen. That spot is simply going to be how the starting lineup's You want to defend one. yourself, sir? No, I, I feel I like mean, your ass my, hurts a little bit. Go ahead. <laughs> my flex spot is solely depending on who starts week one in Philly, because if Jordan Howard's the guy, he's going to be in my flex. That's fair. Um, if Jet Mack is healthy and is playing, he might be in my flex. So I don't know. I think, like you said, my team is very high risk. But I took a gamble this year, and I'm I'm sticking by it. I, I love my team. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's, you say you went around seventh place is your my your usual year. is like seventh. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you right there. You're you're good. Nah, I think I'm more. If if Melvin Gordon's healthy, I have the best team in the league. I wouldn't yeah. go that far. I have the best team in the league if Melvin Gordon's healthy. All right, enough about me. Coming in at number four. BP. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it right where I'm at. I know, you, I know you think you have the number on. one team. But, yeah, of I mean, course. Everybody thinks that. I think everybody thinks that. So, uh, Zach. What, what's wrong with my team? I, I'm going to let Zach start this. Uh, okay. Um, so the Aaron Rodgers pick's probably a solid pick. Um, he'll be a top five guy. There's no doubt about that. I got him for 19 bucks. No, oh, yeah. 
Uh, the question mark for me that comes in is your running backs have the great names and the right coaches and the right systems, but it's the things that have been coming out. You know, Todd Gurley not going to get as much work. That's 100% going to affect his numbers when he finishes. He might not get as many touchdowns and big things like that. Uh, or passing work on third down, which he gets a lot of his points from. And then Damian Williams. I want to like him. I want to like him a lot, but Andy Reid seems like he's trying to find any reason not to make Damian Williams the guy. He said they're going to do a committee. He's talked about, you know, he's a good fit, but, you know, we, we have other options. He's never said, you know, Damian Williams is my Kareem Hunt. Um, your receivers, you know, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, solid. You know, uh, but you don't have anybody, I don't think, that's going to crush it uh, per se. And Mike Williams could be great. Mike Williams could finish at wide receiver 10. Robert Woods, I don't think, breaks into the top 10. He's going to be anywhere from, I think, 11 to 20 in that range. Hmm. Um, Chris Carson has a lot of potential to have a great year. He also has Rashad Penny on his uh, heels. I wonder if I wonder if everybody listening to this are like, damn, his team's good as he's going off. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's how I would think. But anyway, go ahead. Um, Jared Cook at tight end. BP was hating on him. No, I was hating on his ass. Honestly, and he kind of just fell to me two two bucks. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm probably I, I'm not very happy with that that one either. But and then the big thing that stuck out to me is that you drafted three quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, which kind of wasted an entire spot. Yeah, and and, and I'm struggling. <laughs> I want to pick up a guy, and I just don't know who the hell to drop. Right. That's, and then I mean, right. you did get the Daryl Henderson, so you can um, handcuff Todd Gurley. But what's really going to suck is if there's weeks where they split 50-50 with Gurley and Henderson, and you only have Gurley in the lineup, and you're just going to be sitting there like, God yeah. damn it. It's tough. I mean, in any, in any offense, how do you, you're not how gonna do you start, start two running backs? Yeah, you're not going to yeah, start them can't. both. You, you don't. Just can't. Yeah. It, uh, you know, you can't really stack them. Even though if you think, uh, you know, they're going to run heavy and that's, it is going to be 50-50, that's still wasting two spots. Yeah. So, all, all in all, your team is pretty solid, as much as it sucks to say and tell you. I would have put you ahead of me. To be honest, but Peeler picked me, so sorry about it. I was I, the tiebreaker. In I one. feel like, and and sorry, I'm gonna let you go, Peeler. Uh, but I feel like this is a very safe team for me. I don't have too many people that I'm depending on. I'm obviously the most expensive guy is Todd Gurley, um, and he is. I mean, they're literally the team is saying he's not gonna get what he gets, what he got last year for sure. He broke down last year because they overworked him, because they gave him too much. But I'm really just banking on the fact that they're going to be a number, a top three offense, and they're always going to be in the red zone. And I can count that he's going to be there in the red zone. So, yeah, if Dallas's touchdowns don't go anywhere, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got those numbers last year, and he ended up with like 1,400 yards. I mean, he was he wasn't even it was like 13 and change, um, and that's not that many rushing yards. I mean. He hasn't got the rushing champion yet, and he's just always been a top three rusher. But anyways. Um, One I, thing I wanted to add on your running backs, the Damian Williams thing, is Andy Reid did say last week that he thinks they're going to go with a committee backfield as well. Yeah. With Carlos Hyde, they have the rookie Darryl Williams, or Darwin Thompson, and then they have Darrell Williams as well. So I, I don't know. know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Kareem Hunt had his big explosion year, there was another running back there. There was Spencer Ware. He got hurt in preseason. And Spencer Ware was going to be the number one until he got hurt. And yeah, yeah. I mean, went, he was like went a, off he in was, New England. He, yeah, okay, but I didn't know that he got hurt. I thought it, Kareem just kind of no. Exploded. He got hurt, and I mean, here's I my think thing: I was just Andy Reid is always going to produce a good running back, and he's just going to pick the most talented guy. And and the thing is, is maybe Damian Williams. They want to have a commi- committee, but I think Damian Williams is more talented. Than Spencer uh, Carlos Hyde. That's fair. I I don't think anybody would be surprised if Damian Williams was your running back six or seven at the end of the year. But he's hurt. Or if he was your running back like twenty seven. I think you could see either way with Damian Williams. You'd be like, yeah, all the signs are there for both. Real quick, talk about my receivers because they're they're good. Go ahead. Your receivers. <laughs> Just okay. It's Mike Evans and uh, Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. Mike so, Evans, I've always thought was really good, and I'm happy to, that I have him this year, but. All right, I mean, enough about He's your always team. hurt. Sorry. Well, well, let's keep going a little <laughs> bit more on my team. We're, we're good fun. on that team. This is the most fun I've had all podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Okay, uh, coming in. And you're no, about to have more fun when you talk about mine. <laughs> yeah. We are right. into the top three. Coming in at three is Mr. Zach. I personally thought Zach had the best team, but when we did our consensus, we all agreed to put him at number three. I liked Zach's team better than mine. I think no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did that for the podcast. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Zach's team. He has Patty Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Tariq Cohen, Tyler Lockett, Stefan Diggs, George Kittle, and Mike Williams. That team to me was the best. If Tariq Cohen is who he was last year, don't know what's going to happen in that backfield yet. But like we said, we are a Tariq Cohen podcast. He's a friend of the podcast. I'm a Tariq the freak, man. Um, if he is what he is last year, I think you, your team is vicious. <laughs> I think that's a great word to sum up your team. Patty Mahomes is going to, I think, go off just like he did last year. Kamara's a freak. He's going to catch touchdowns. He's going to run for touchdowns. He's going to do – he does it all. And then, obviously, George Kittle, too, a tight end. I think tight ends are slept on. I think you can easily win your league strictly based on who your tight end is. So – BP, what do you got on it? Um, so my thing with my thing with Zach's team, like the overall theme for his team for me, is that he just has too many number two players at his team on their team. Like everybody seems like they're the number two option, other than Kamara. Kamara, he's like the guy, and he's probably going to be the best player in fantasy football this year. I think that I think that, and I think he warrants the one hundred and thirty nine dollar price range. But, like, Diggs is listed the number one, but I think Adam Thielen's the number one guy. Yeah, but he doesn't score like a number two. He scores like a number one. Yeah, they're both number one guys. I, I He won't be a top five guy because of Thielen. I, I agree. He'll be anywhere from 10 to 20. Yeah. 10 to 15. But it's a, sol- it's a solid – I mean, you cannot go wrong with that pick. Right. Yeah, and then, I mean, you don't know – we like Tariq as this podcast, but, I mean, his numbers, honestly, I mean, he's a highlight reel. But his, his numbers, okay, fuck. I just looked up the numbers, guys. <laughs> I literally looked this up. Fact-checked I, himself. I thought I, I thought I had something here, but I looked at it. I mean, he's got like a lot of number one running back run numbers. And he wasn't even the number one last year. So he's going to have probably the same role, if not more, probably do that. So there's a reason why he's ranked ahead of me. I'm just saying, um, I think with a lot of his guys, you know, you got Lockett, uh, Curtis Samuel, Rashad Penny, Sammy Watson, Adrian Peterson. Like, none of those guys. Sammy Watkins. Sam, what did I say? Watson. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just think they're just too many number twos. I but. think that's why another reason why I think Zach's team is in the three spot and arguably the number one in so my number, eyes because it, of his bench. Yeah. And, well, you forgot Kyler Murray on there, too. No. We, uh, I was getting to it. But you're, not, you're just going to trade him. That's, a, exactly. that's a valuable piece. You know how bad... Justin, no, Patty, I mean, you know how good Kyler's got to play for you to want to start him over Patty, which is such a good problem to have, but... Exactly, yeah, no, he's going to trade him. I mean, he's not going to trade Patty. I think that Tyler Lockett is the number one, though, now that Doug Baldwin retired. Yeah. He had 10 touchdowns last season. I know a lot of people don't think it's going to keep up, but I think he's going to get even more balls now because Doug Baldwin is gone. And then you do have Adrian Peterson, who that is... I mean, that's my guy. Everybody knows I love AP. I love him forever. He'll be he'll be good probably for the first five or six I mean, weeks. And yeah, then, I mean, then he'll then I'll have to fade off, but he'll give me a decent depth. He, he, I picked him for depth, honestly. That's that's why I grabbed guys. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a little podcast battle right now, AP and guys. But right, I mean, but AP could go off for another thousand yard year, and everybody be like, yeah, I know that's about right. Yeah. What's good is I really do think you have a lot of options. There's, yeah. There's well, options. I remember, for I also said this when we our first podcast, and I said I have too many options, and unfortunately, some of them always suck. Yeah. I could see the me that happening to me in my wide receiver two in my flex position again. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm you got a juiced. solid team, man. You I'm juiced on Mike Williams, though I have to say. Oh yeah. Now Big that Tyrell Williams, Williams is gone, Mike Williams ended the year strong last year. He had ten touchdowns last year. Ten. Yep. And now Tyrell Williams is gone. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be a threat. Phillips gonna throw for the same usual four to five thousand, and I mean a lot of that's gonna go to Mike Williams. But I think lot. it's safe to say, if Lockett and Williams don't pan out, then I might be in a little bit of trouble for sure. Yeah, I agree. So moving on to number two, this hurt. This hurt the podcast to rank this guy number like at two. At this point, I think everybody knows who's left. Yeah, it's, um, it's Augie and Jared. Oh, fuck. We put Augie at two and we put Jared at one. We'll break Augie it down. Augie would have been at one if he didn't go home like a little girl at 930. Yeah. <laughs> so Augie's team, Adam is Augie, by the way, to all the listeners that are not in the league. 
Augie's team, he's got Matt Ryan. His running backs are James Conner and Nick Chubb. His wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay. And then his tight end, right now he has David Njoku. So, Zach, what do you like? What do you not like? Break it down. I mean, dude, it's just, it's just a solid team. And like everybody says, we all want Augie to suck because the league's better when Augie sucks. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to hear his trap running every week. Um, it was but, fun last year, and his team was awful. Right. But, I mean, Augie's going to have a solid team this year. Uh, one downfall he could have is the A.J. Green situation, but that could also turn into an absolute gem as his wide receiver, too, with T.Y. there at wide receiver one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, mean, I think that's why we put him yeah, in, too. Yeah, because A.J. Green's probably going to be back. 100% healthy week two or three. Agreed. And Kenny Galladay was, was is an excellent fill-in in the time right. being. Yeah, and but now he's going to be at the flex. Yeah, and then, I mean, well, right now, yeah, he would be at the flex there. But um, let's say the first starting year he has Justin, I mean, the first two games of the year, he probably could plug in Justin Jackson um, right. to fill for A.J. Green. I and mean, that's if Melvin Gordon doesn't play. If Melvin Gordon doesn't play, then he has Justin Jackson. That makes his running back court scary. And I Whoa. think if – I mean, I'm biased because I'm a Charger fan, but I think if Melvin Gordon doesn't play, I think Justin Jackson's going to earn the number one. No, I agree in 100%. LA. I think Eckler still stays in that third down row. Um, James Conner, Nick Chubb, oh, they're both this really, really – such a hard on for Nick Chubb this year, man. This, I, go ahead. Sorry. He went for a really good price and – I mean, I, I personally wanted him, but I already pulled the, the trigger on Gurley. Uh, but Nick Chubb is, I mean, he's for sure, to me, he's a top five guy, top ten guy, uh, for sure, lock. Do you worry about, though, that Nick Chubb's going off the first eight weeks, then Kareem Hunt does come back and take <clears> some work <throat> from him down the stretch and in the playoffs? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, really? I, I, yeah, that's, that's an option. That's definitely something that, that could would, That would personally scare me if I had Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they I, went out I and guess. got that guy for a reason, and not to mention when the guy plays football, he is awesome. I think I think the Browns just did it because they think they're they're making noises here, and I think it's just another scary name, and everybody thinks it's Arsenal. I think if that wagon's rolling and they are as good as everybody says they are, it's going to be because Nick Chubb is such a solid running back. Yeah, and they're going to need him to be good. It's not going to be all because of Baker. Yeah, and it's and Matt Ryan at quarterback with the whole all the games in the dome and everybody back healthy. He's going to have a quarterback, you know, one kind of year. Like I said, I think Matt Ryan. Top, top eight, probably. Matt Ryan in the Dome. If you I listen think, to the last podcast, you know that was really, really crazy stat. I mean. I'm going out on a limb, but I think Matt Ryan gets back to his MVP year and is a top five quarterback. I think he was a number two wide, uh, quarterback last year, wasn't he? In fantasy? 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 No, the, uh, the year before, not last year. Well, he was an MVP in 2016, but I think he had a good year last year. No, no he, he had a decent year, but he wasn't number one. Uh, I think we'd have to look at that maybe. I, I want to say he finished. It was something fact he check. finished really good. Yeah, we'll fact check that. But I want to say about Augie's team, Adam's team looks a lot like his team's previous years when he's done really well in our league. A lot of guys that like know they're not like whoa type yeah, of guys, that's true. but they're, they're studs. I'm actually shocked that Adam does not have Jason Witten on his roster. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still out there. He's probably got a waiver request out there for him currently. All uh, right. Naheem Hines, that, that one's a rough one. And uh, I don't like Golden Tate of the Giants. I don't, is he still hurt? He's suspended the first four games. Oh, that, okay. All right. So, Augie, congrats getting the two spot. We did not want to put you there. But and who the fuck would have thought? I know. This guy ended the draft with, like, we were all done drafting our teams, and Augie only had like eight guys. Yeah, I think he literally went up to Dom and just started like picking players. Picking players. He, yeah, he was just taking. We off were talking stickers. shit because we were talking shit because he had no. Yeah, he had no. We were like, Augie, you're gonna draft the team, and then after we all hanging out afterwards, we look and we're like, wow, oh shit, Adam's team is solid. So, but okay, I do want to point out one one thing before we get to number one. Both the number one and two, I don't think are that much better than. Fucking me, Zach, uh, the, even the, all the way down to Justin. I think after Justin, it drops off a little bit. And, uh, but go ahead. Right, number awesome. one. Number one is Jared. Yeah, man. That little high Jared, good dude. job, man. He sat in the corner and just, I think, picked apart players. I, I think he had, he had a highlighted system, and he got the guys that he wanted. And he, he told did. me the guys he wanted, and he got them all. I think 
I'll name off his team. So he's got Goff at quarterback. His running backs are McCaffrey and Joe Mixon. Woo! And Philip Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay. Dang. His wide receivers are Julian Edelman and Calvin Ridley. His tight end is Jimmy Graham. That's probably the only iffy spot in his starting lineup. I agree there. And then on his bench, his bench isn't the best, but he does have Marvin Jones, who I like a lot. But I think Jared's team, single-handedly why he's number one is because of his running backs. He's got McCaffrey, who could be arguably the best fantasy player this year. Yeah. I mean, the guy is an absolute stud. Number two, he's got Joe Mixon, who went off last year. And the Cincinnati backfield, who is Giovanni Bernard still the backup there? Yeah. But, I mean, it's Joe Mixon's team. 100%. And then Philip Lindsay. I mean, if that guy has the year he had last year, Jared's running backs are impeccable. Yeah, and I know that Philip Lindsay's been taking a lot of heat this offseason, and I know it's just preseason, but I watched him in that game against the Seahawks in his only drive. That dude is freaking good. He's He's electric. He's solid. He is really good at football. I don't know how they're not going to give him the ball. I I won to Philip Lindsay, and I wish I would have got him. But Solid he pick, went, man. He went for too much for me. Solid pick, Brandon. What do you got? Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I hate that. It's one of those guys. I, I kind of hate to give him credit, but I think this year he was so smart with his picks. McCaffrey and Joe Mixon are the only option. Like they're damn near the only options in their offenses. Like they are the team, and especially with uh, uh, AJ Green out. I mean, the, the only problem issue I kind of see is Joe Mixon's going to see a lot of games, and it's kind of weird to say, but they're going to probably load the box, 9-10 in the box all the time, just because they're like, who the fuck do you have to throw it to? Andy Dalton will try to challenge you. Um, but then at receiver, he's got really good receivers too. Julian Edelman has always been a fantasy stud, and, um, and then you've got Calvin Ridley, who really came up last year. I mean, his numbers were huge. Kind of going to knock off Sanu. And then... Playing uh, in the dome as well. Yeah, big dome stat. I mean... And then you got Marvin Jones uh, as well, who is got his big contract, and he's supposed to be the number one there. Um, some would say that Galladay is a little too high and that Marvin Jones is going to be the guy. So Now, he's missing the stud at receiver. I don't think he has a stud receiver. But it's hard to get a stud at receiver when you get those three running backs. Yeah, and, and but all three of them catches. I mean... They get catches too. They're PPR running backs. Oh, they're, they're studs. All, all yeah, all three of them in say in a standard league scoring, which 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 it isn't. Their their values are are not the same. But in a PPR in our league, these guys can drop numbers. This is a random stat, and it could be huge in my eyes. I love the duo of Greg the Leg and the Rams defense. I had that duo in a league last year, and for some reason, when, when Greg was healthy and kicking. Rams defense give up a lot of points. Only number they, they really also, get is like they picked up a lot of points on sacks. Yeah, so. sacks. I mean, you got the number one defense, yeah. number one player in the NFL. On Where defense. I think that Jared could run into a little bit of trouble is at this wide receiver position. I mean, Julian Edelman does miss time every mm-hmm. season. Uh, Calvin Ridley, say what you want to say, he's the number two behind Julio Jones, no matter what, right? So he's going to be capped. I don't. There's no way Calvin Ridley gets you number one receiver numbers unless Julio goes down. He's banking on and the Julio double triple team coverage. Yeah, but you still throw it to Julio. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Calvin Ridley, I think he did show last year. He's a stud in his own right. Yeah, but he and it's just more of an embarrassment of riches. He was like more inconsistent to me though. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Which which, that's what I'm saying. That's where Jared could run into trouble is the weeks that Calvin Ridley, the weeks that Julio goes for 35 points. Calvin Ridley's not you know going to get you 20. Calvin Ridley had 10 touchdowns last year. Yeah, no, he had a great season. I have zero stats to back this up also, guys, but I think second-year receivers kind of suck. Isn't that something? I swear like that's a stat somewhere. The sophomore slump for receivers, specifically. But mm. uh, Yeah, usually they say it takes three years for a receiver to break out, but I think the Rookie receivers kinda, have been great lately. Yeah, that yeah. trend's kind of been bolded into you're really good or you're not very good ever. All right. Well, um, anything else to, to add? I mean, like, like I, I want to reiterate that, Jared, don't pack it in. Your team is not that great over all the other ones. We did put you number one just because it's the most solid. You have the three best running – you have the, the best three running backs. If you had to pick together three, I mean – That's okay. why he's number one is simply because yeah. he's running backs. But would – Okay, let's just say you're in Mr. Spot and you've got the number – got one and two running backs. you got Zeke and you got 
why is he number eleven? Well, the rest Jared's of his roster is not good. Yeah, yeah the and rest so, of the roster. So that's that that's worse. wrong to say that Jared's solely number one because of his running backs. It has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. But and he, I mean, he still has the rest of his roster that's constructed. And he has the future well. MVP Jared Goff on there. I mean, easy, so, easy, yeah, easy. easy. I'm biased as hell. Yes, we know that some of you are going to be upset with it, and we'll take the criticism. You can yell at us. You can tear our teams apart. It is what it is. No, I, I mean, fully expect. I'm going to get has, mean texts. Nobody's won a championship based off our rankings. Nobody's lost a championship based off our rankings. It literally means nothing. So the don't league, get too buttered over it. The league is not won at the draft. Everybody knows that. It's yeah. only lost. Yes, sir. It is. So, Austin, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we do do this every year, and this uh, this one has got to be, I think, the funnest one because we, we have talks, and we're, we're talking about it. It's on a podcast. But... Everybody does usually look forward to these rankings, no matter whether they love it or hate it. Oh, um, I think BP might have something he needed to adjust about his prior um, <sighs> playoff run. All right. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I said on the first podcast that I never missed the playoffs. And I, I've actually been – I tell people at work this. I'm so sorry. I have missed the playoffs. This is a big omission for me. I missed it in 2015. I was actually 11th place. That team was dog shit. Um, I'm sorry. I suck. Well, other than that, though, I've always made the playoffs. I swear. I checked well, today. Other than that, yeah. But <laughs> other than that. Yeah, it's not a stat, though. He had to, he had to, you had to fact check your own stat, and you did not get the outcome you wanted. But, hey, we appreciate you. At the end of the day, you still have more titles than me and Peter, unfortunately. That is true. Yeah, man. But uh, Dom shared something on Twitter today. And it was, uh, you know, you always do remember the guy that got you your championship or, or just the, the team. I remember, like, literally every single player on my championship team. And you guys don't know this yet. You guys are champions. But I'm sure all these other people, they have the same thing. And you'll draft a guy until he's fucking dead, like I did with Jamal Jarrell, just because you, you fall in love with the team that got you to, to your championship. So, All right. So... But- to cover the divisions a little bit, um, the West Division is Jared, Mr., myself, Peeler, and Zach. The North Division is BP, Jet, Adam, and Donald. And then the East is Tyler, Justin, Dakota, and Austin. So let so, me ask you, uh, Peeler. What's up? The, fir- the, the West Division, you got Jared, um, Mr., you, and Zach. This, this, I think that's the toughest division, right? Oh, I mean, we got I mean, that's, one, two, three. Here, so of course, we got three of the top. Based off the rankings, our rankings, we believe that is the toughest division. We got three of the top. Thank five. God we have Mister in there to beat up on. Yeah, it is there. I mean, you got a champ in there, so hopefully he's got a little championship yeah, we got two pedigree champs in there. Two yeah. champs in there, yeah. You got a little championship pedigree in your thing. Maybe it'll rub off on you guys. They could show you something about how to win. <laughs> so based on that, we based on the rankings, uh, Jared is slated to win the West, and then in the North, like I said, BP Jet. Adam and Donald. I think I win it, but Adam will do it. Adam, based on our rankings, he he's the top guy in there yep. at the book at the Fantasy Film Room Sportsbook. Augie is the favorite <coughs> to win the North, like and minus then, like one ten. Okay, <laughs> nothing that crazy. And <laughs> then in the East, which is hands down the worst division, the, the least. Tyler, Justin, Dakota, and Austin. Uh, give it to Justin. Justin will grind through the season, and he'll he'll win that. He'll division. Win the division and sneak into the yeah. top four of playoffs, and then yeah. Who knows, Justin? <laughs> yeah, win the league or something. So, winner of the division, they get a hundred bucks. I mean, thanks for everybody for making that pretty easy. We everybody put in twenty five, and the winner of the division is going to get a hundred bucks. Um, this is going to be a good year, man. I, I agree. I think, like based on the rankings, it was very tough to rank them. So, I hope the league stays competitive all year, where it's tight all year. There's not a for sure. It I always mean, does, other than last year, I think. Yeah, last um, year got away from us. Donald starting off zero and six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. luck to everybody. I know we probably just made everybody um, hate us, and now you guys all want us to suck. So if we one of us has a bad year, we are going to get an earful. Oh, and according, but that's okay. With me. That, oh, I knew that fully, and that's that's the role I take on every year. You guys are going to oh, see yeah. it's so much fun. I mean, we'll, 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 <laughs> as soon as this podcast drops, we'll wake up to text that saying, oh. "We are literally the twelfth, eleventh, and tenth." Tyler is going to be pissed oh yeah guys i'm letting you know something mister did this last year and he and i'm we're i'm we're on to him a little bit he's trying this whole little humble thing out where and you can't act the way he did at the draft and then all of a sudden turn humble he was talking in, in our group message 
he was talking like, oh, everybody, you guys have such a good team. He put like smiley face, not even with a real emoji, like the old <laughs> smiley face. Like he's like really overdoing the niceness thing. He's thinking it's going to work out again because he woke up, hung over his shit, looked at his roster and said, oh, fuck, I got to do something here. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. He, man, what a trooper. Talk about rallying. That guy was, was out. I don't know if he rallied. He spent the night on the couch. Um, well, he, no, he, he was ended up being the, one of the last people playing uh, bags with us before we left. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I did kind of sneak out early. I think everybody kind of did the Iris goodbye thing. Uh, just yeah. want to say, uh, Zach and Braden absolutely dominated on the cornhole. That Braden dude is, he's, he's good. He's good at the game. And me and Zach, me and uh, Dom, I don't know. We just haven't been very good lately at the at the cornhole. I'm kind of I'm kind of pissed at myself because Braden did ask if I wanted to play, and I kind of turned him down. And then next thing I know, I walk outside and that guy literally did he not didn't leave. Miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So he missed out on that one. Yeah. Yeah. We got our time. money took a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, it was a good good draft. Uh, again, thank you, and Canes. Yeah. Thank you for everybody. I um, love when we get everybody together. I love you all. I really do. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, tune in next, or not next week, on Thursday. It will be back to our segments. We'll drink to that and give them the heat. Um, I think we'll have some guys. I think it'll be fun on Thursday now that we all have our teams. If yeah. you're listening and this is going to sound a little begging, but go ahead and just retweet the episode. I'm going to tweet it out. Zach's going to tweet it out. Peter's going to tweet it out. Just retweet it. Do us a little solid. You never know. It could reach that one guy in, in that you went to college with and be like, oh, shit, I need to watch fucking you know, fantasy. I got a league coming up this year. There's a lot of shitty leagues out there, and they really don't prepare. There are a lot of guys like Dakota out there that, yeah. that don't do any. Our league is not one of those leagues. <laughs> Our league isn't one of them. So you I've... might want to see what, see, see what uh, it's all about. So yeah, I agree. Like, subscribe, and uh, thanks again, guys. Yeah. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Thank you. Peace out, dude. See ya.